0: hey everyone my name's kelly and you're listening to mys music talks episode one My name is Kelly Meisenheimer and welcome to the first ever Mize Music Talks podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm the creator of Mize Music, which is currently a blog that I created about six months ago. Really excited about it. And now I'm really looking forward to finally getting started on a podcast. And here with me, I have my friend, Sean Cardone, who's actually joining my team. He's the first person I've invited to join my team. And I thought it'd be fun for the first podcast ever to do a little interview of him actually interviewing me instead of me doing the interviews. So Sean, if you wanna take it away.
1: All right, I will take it. So again, for those of you who don't know, I'm Sean Cardone, I'm a friend of Kelly's and uh, I'm gonna be helping her out. Like I'm essentially the Mize Music IT guy.
0: Yeah, that's uh, right.
1: For a lack of better terms. (laughs) All right, so I wrote a list of questions that I wanted to ask you because um, you did make a video about You know what my music is and Mm -hmm. um who you are but it was as we had just discussed before it was only like an eight to ten minute video like it didn't go into too much detail Mm -hmm. so i wanted to try to get more in detail about it because i feel like you know for your followers who are listening now or you know listening in the future whenever whatever yeah um they would want to know a little bit about you so the first question i wanted to ask is who is kelly like what who who are you as a person
0: Um, an interesting person. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, but for real. Um. Well, to start off, I'm currently a senior at Monmouth University. I'm a music industry major with a minor in public relations. Um, fun fact: real quick side note, I actually really hated PR when I first ever took a intro to PR class. Really? I don't know how I started getting into it. <laughs> All Wait, of a so sudden, then... it made sense, and I don't know how.
1: <laughs> Wait. So then, what made you? going to PR in the first place?
0: Um, You know, I I was just told by a few people, like, hey, you know, you might be pretty good at PR, because, you know, you're good at human interaction, and, you know, like, you just, it just seems to suit you well for some reason. I was like, what even is PR? I don't even know what that is, really. So I was like, all right, you know what? It can't hurt. Let me take a class. So I took an intro class. I wound up really, really hating it for, like, the first two to three months. I would complain about it all the time. And then my teacher assigned us this one assignment and it was where we would watch The Voice in class and we would go and watch the auditions and we would have to listen to like multiple different auditions and then create create like a marketing plan for an artist and say like what would we do with them if we were their manager like how would we publicize these artists or whatever and I was like oh my god i love this this is amazing i'd be like well you know this person should go on a tour with that person and then we could do this with them and i just got really excited about it because i was right up my alley and she said i knew way too much about like what artists sound like who
1: (laughs) okay it was kind
0: of funny and then that was when i realized i was like you know what i don't hate pr anymore i think this might be a really cool really cool route so
1: so you did a complete 180 then where it was like you know i hate this but now you love it, yeah, okay,
0: <laughs> weird enough.
1: <laughs> that, that's actually super interesting then, okay, so my next question is, um, what was the reason that you started my's music? like what was the what are the what was the reason or the reasons if there are multiple that you started my's music? and what's mm-hmm. your goal with my's music?
0: Um, so how it really all started was. I took, speaking of PR classes, I, by choice, this was not a requirement of me. I took a PR and social media class because I overheard about it, that you had to make a blog and stuff, and I was really intrigued, so I signed up for the class, not a requirement again, just because I was interested, and I was like, maybe this would push me to do something cool that I've never done before, so... I took the class last semester, and like I was saying, one of the requirements is to create a blog, and when you create this blog, you have to have multiple social media links, like a Facebook, an Instagram, Pinterest too. Um, then you get to have like your choice, so I picked Twitter, I picked Spotify, and I picked YouTube. And I wanted to do something with music, because that's the thing I'm most passionate about, and I was like, alright, well how can I make this unique? So... I came up with like different things in my head. I was like, "What about what about like a motivational music Monday?" I was like, "I'm motivated by music each and every day in my life. Why don't I write something about that every Monday? Because Mondays suck, and you know that gets music gets me through them, and it gets me through every day. But you know Mondays can suck." Um, Then I was like, "You know I want to do more than just that. What about the local scene? I was originally in a band. Like I know all these local artists. Why don't I interview these artists?" Then. I was like, you know, not a lot of people like to listen to what I'm passionate about, and I'm passionate about a lot of different music, so why don't I just write whatever I want to write instead of, you know, no one listening to me? I can just write, and if they read, they read it. If they don't, they don't. So I started, like I said, I started my Music, and it really took me by storm because I didn't realize how passionate I was going to be, and this wound up being the biggest passion project of all time. So as I continued working on it over the past six months... Um, you know people have now been reaching out to me to do reviews and they've been reaching out to me to interview them and like it kind of took me i really like took me by storm cuz i had no idea this was going to happen i didn't know that people were actually going to care about what i was doing and then i was like all right i'm going to i think i'm going to continue this as soon as the class ended so really i think the ultimate goal for me now is my music is very local band based so I just want to help the people out that are passionate about what I'm passionate about, and they're passionate about music, so if I could help any band and promote them and support them in any way, shape, and form, that's what I want MyS Music to do. I want it to give local bands a platform to help promote themselves and do it creatively any way that they really want to like i offer any creative support that they could imagine honestly i'm down for anything and i just really want to help them out and that's what this is all about
1: it's funny just to kind of comment on what you said before about you know how it kind of took you by storm and you know how you said people will read it if they want to read it it's kind of funny how social media works because like it, Really, you know, if you're bringing this idea up to you know your friends or your family, you know mm-hmm. they're not passionate about the same ideas as you, you know, like they everyone is different in their own way, mm-hmm. so by you saying that, it kind of just proves that you know on the internet you know you everyone has their own group where you know you can find your own uh like people with similar interests
0: like a niche almost N- yeah,
1: you know it's it's interesting that you say that because it you know it's i know a lot of people tend to struggle through that with um either in school or uh you know in their regular lives so it's cool that you're able to you know kind of bring a passionate music blog to people who you know with their friends they you know maybe be mm. passionate about music but they can't really talk about it because you know their friends you know for a lack of like don't really care yeah you know for a lack of better terms like they just don't care
0: it's true and like I think one of my favorite parts about my blog is like I also do vlogs for anybody who doesn't know. I also like I said, I have a YouTube as well. So I make these little silly vlogs that I used to really just talk to people about new music coming out because I'm the kind of nerd that looks forward to a new music Friday and like I'll go and talk to everybody in the world about how this band released this new album or this new single and they can either drown me out or they can listen to me but on the internet, you know, you just kind of do what you want and you be who you want and people will listen if I think you have a character to you. And something interesting about my blogs themselves, whenever I type, I've had people tell me, wow, I could hear your voice in this. And I was like, that's perfect. That's all I want to hear, that people can actually hear me when I
1: speak. <laughs> okay. So that what you said before about, you know, your passion kind of brings me to my next couple of questions are, mm-hmm. you know, they're all music related. Awesome. And I see you looking at my question sheet. I'm not looking so, at it. I'm yeah, not cheating. Whatever whatever you say. So <laughs> what I wanted to ask was what is your music preference? So like what do you normally listen to, you know, on your mm. daily drive to work or, you know, when you're <laughs> sitting in your room just kinda chilling and not doing anything? Like what okay. what do you normally listen to? Oh boy. You know.
0: I listen to so much. I listen to a lot. I mean, it depends on what mood I'm in. If I really need to go fast and I'm rushing and I'm running late, I'll listen to state champs because they make me drive faster. <laughs> um, I'm really as, not kidding. As long
1: as you're not speeding, though.
0: Exactly. Okay, just wink, making sure. Wink, wink. Um, <laughs> no, but for real, um, I listen to a lot of different things. I like to think I'm pretty diverse. I My favorite genre in the whole entire world is pop punk. But I really love alternative. I love rock, I love pop, even generic pop, quote unquote generic. I love I'm loving start some parts of country now. Um, you know I really I'm really open-minded. I love indie indie pop. I'll listen to most things to be honest. I'm really like if someone wants to show me a song by like a random genre, even like if it's one that I'm not really like immersed in, like I'm, I don't know much about rap. So even if someone were to show me a rap song, I'd be like, okay, you know, and, you know, I'm very accepting and I'm very open. And I think that's very hard to find people who are open about music in general, because there's so many people who shut me out automatically if they don't like something I like. But I mean, I listen to some bands I listen to. That's like kind of a question you're asking. I like I love State Champs. That
1: actually is the next question would be, what is your favorite band and what is your favorite song?
0: Oh, God. So those are those are
1: the next two questions I want to ask you.
0: Can I give like a top three?
1: Yeah, sure. Okay, go cool. For it.
0: Okay, so, well, oh, I mentioned them just before State Champs. I love them. They're in my top three. They're number three, though. Um, I have to go with my two first passions, which are the main is my first favorite band, and then Mayday Parade's my second, and then State Champs. But if we're talking favorite artists of all time, sorry, I'm adding a fourth to your question here.
1: That's that's fine. Go anyone for it. Anyone who
0: knows me, anyone who's just learning about me right now, I am most passionate about this woman by the name of Cassidy Pope. She has inspired me to be a musician. She has inspired all of this, to be honest, and I love her. And she used to be in a band called Hey Monday, which I looked up to, and I still look up to even though they don't exist throughout my whole entire middle school nowadays. So, I mean, I love her a lot. (laughs) I'm very passionate about her. And favorite song, you asked? Yes. You know, that's really difficult, too.
1: Is that kind of situational, like, based?
0: Almost. I mean, I kind of have two favorite songs of all time. Okay. Um, throughout a majority of my life, my favorite song has always been Wonder Girl by Hey Monday because whenever I'm feeling kind of down and I need to get out of situations as well I listen to because it, it makes me feel strong. But uh, otherwise, I actually have it tattooed on my arm. My favorite song is Unlost by The Main. And that song also, I, whenever I felt lost myself, that's the song I'll always lean on. And I think John O'Callaghan's lyrics in that song probably are like the most incredible lyrics I've ever heard of all time. So that's a really important song to me too.
1: So you also said that Mize Music focuses on more local bands because bigger bands do always get, you know, the coverage that, uh that they do because you know they made a name for themselves in Mm -hmm. some sort of way
0: definitely um
1: so you try to cover more local bands yeah um and you've been in contact with a lot of local bands obviously because uh as you've as you've said in the conversation we've had uh prior um you know you had people uh reaching out to you for reviews and you even mentioned that today yeah so i wanted to ask you what's your favorite local band Because i know that's that's gonna be a tough one because there are a lot of good local bands around us
0: oh my gosh why would you do that to me?
1: Hey man, if I'm interviewing, I come with tough questions. I don't, I don't mess around.
0: Um, first off, I just want to say to any local band member who's listening to this right now, I love all of you very evenly. Um, music-wise, you know, I've been a big fan of uh, quite a few local bands for a very long time now. Um, oh gosh, I don't, I don't like playing favorites, especially in the local scene. Um,
1: Whoever you say, you're going to break a lot of hearts. I know.
0: Oh, man. I really love The Ones You Forgot a lot. I think, you know, I've watched them grow since day one. Jenna, the lead singer, I have known since high school. And I remember when the band was first created and they were just writing music and everything. And then they released their first single ever. And now they're on to their second EP. And I just if anyone has had the most substantial growth I've ever seen, it's been the ones you forgot. And I couldn't be more proud of her and them. And if they don't become famous, I don't know who will in this scene because they're just killing it right now. But if I could also give a little shout out to a few other local bands, if you don't mind.
1: It's, Hey, this is your podcast. It's like I'm, honorable just here mention asking, here. I'm just here asking the questions. All right.
0: <laughs> honorable mention here. Other bands that I'm really proud of. I love this year's comeback. Um, I think they're really great. My band, back in the day, was really good friends with them. I played a lot of shows with them, they're really great guys, and their music just, they're another one, keeps getting better and better. I also really love Sugar Trip, that's my friend Eric's band. They are a newer band on the scene right now, but they also sound so good, and not to mention with Sales Ahead is another really good um, friend of mine, Sierra, um, that's her band, and they also are really killing it right now on the scene. So. I don't know. I love local bands a lot. I've been seeing a lot of local shows. So like I said, it's really hard to play favorites. But if I had to pick like somebody I'm really proud of right now, it's definitely the ones you forgot. And their music is just really killing me. Like I listen to them every day.
1: <laughs> I, I can honestly say the same because uh, I I do listen to the ones you forgot a decent amount and I genuinely enjoy all of their music that they've done. Yeah. So they, they are definitely doing a very good job. They're
0: doing a great job.
1: in In, in the scene.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry, everybody else, if I offended you, I didn't mean to. I love all of you.
1: <laughs> so, you talked uh, since we had just mentioned the ones you forgot. Um, you had talked about.
0: Uh, wait, wait! I forgot one local band. I don't know how that's... I can forget them. The Go Carousers. My, my, that is definitely. Had they have to be my second favorite or <laughs> like my other first favorite? Because my best friend of all time, one of my best friends of all time, Cassidy um is in that band and i love them too i don't know how i could forget i just hold them on a different spectrum because i go to 500 million of their shows all year long because i'm a big fan of them big fan of her and i love you too and the carousers were all great friends and i'm proud of their growth as well sorry i just had to say them because i almost forgot
1: well i mean Oops. at least <laughs> at least you remembered because but at least you remembered before the podcast was over
0: yeah definitely i'm sorry cassidy <laughs>
1: <laughs> so as i was saying with um we had talked about uh, the ones you forgot and you mentioned that you uh, have been there since day one with them. Yeah. Um. And th- this isn't a question about them. This is about uh, the band that you were previously in uh, before it's too late. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to ask you Um. to, I want to ask you just talk a little bit about your former band. Like, how you guys, how'd you guys start out? We'll start with that. How'd you guys okay. meet? How'd you guys all start out? And, um, what was... The goal when you guys uh first first started
0: well at the time you know um i had been kind of a solo artist my whole life up until you know before it's too late came into the picture and then me and my boyfriend at the time we went to a show and it wound up being of the ones you forgot show Um, It was at Silver Bay Beach Club, rest in peace, by the way, to that venue. I loved it. It was just like a little beach house in Silverton, but it was probably one of my favorite places in the world to play. But anyway, um, we went to one of their shows and, you know, they sounded so great and everybody else also sounded so great. And I don't know, we just looked at each other and he was like, why don't we start something like this? And I was like, you know... That actually sounds like a great idea. So we were inspired by them to really get started and try something. So we went through a lot of different processes on finding other members. Um, my lead guitarist, he wound up being a student from Monmouth. My former drummer Bailey, who I'm really great friends with, um, he's in Chasing Utopia, who's also a great local band. Shout out Bailey to you guys too. I'm really proud. Uh, he, I went to school with school with him. Back in middle school, we were in a lot of classes and we always knew each other. I always looked up to him because I thought he was a great drummer. And then also, my bassist was my boyfriend's brother at the time, too. So, I mean, you know, it was kind of a lot of family oriented. There were a lot of, you know, intertwining going on there, but we wound up becoming before it's too late. And I was very into the sound as well we were pretty pop punk pretty pop rock i had the poppest voice of all time so i mean we had a metal drummer our lead guitarist loved sugar ray and then everybody else really liked pop punk so i mean it was a really interesting band at the time but you know i it was one of the best experiences of my life and i'll never forget it
1: so the reason i said uh i wanted to ask and i had said former band is because you guys did end up breaking up yeah um and if it's not too much of a low blow question, I did want to ask, you know, uh, what was the reasoning behind it? Because I know you had talked a little bit about it, um, and you guys had talked a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any more detail behind it, or is it just, you know, whatever, what the reason was?
0: You know, I think there were a lot of different reasons behind it, in a way. But, you know, nothing was – we don't have any animosity towards each other I, to this day. I don't feel any any animosity towards anybody. Um, you know, I really was obsessed with what we were doing before the breakup even happened. We were writing new music. We just demoed new music, and I was really excited because I was like, these are the best songs I've ever written lyrically, and, like, I was so excited, and I think all of us were, but we came to this path where every we just kind of stopped playing shows, and, like, things kept getting in the way, and school was coming back to, like, college. All of us were college students except for our one member. And, you know, it just, our schedules weren't working out really anymore, and, you know, our one member really just wasn't really as happy because, you know, he wants to be a professional musician, really, and he wants to keep playing, and how could we hold back somebody from doing what they're passionate about? So it just became a matter of not only, you know, letting our one member, you know, go off and continue to do what he's passionate about, but... Our schedules were conflicting. And I think there was also a lot of creative difference at the same time because, you know, we weren't really agreeing on a lot of things creatively anymore. And, you know, like most things do, sometimes people grow apart. So that played a part in it, you know. But like I was saying before, it was one of the hands down best experiences of my life. I would never, ever regret it. I got to do really cool things to throw this in there. Like Sean was saying, my band was called Before It's Too Late, and I think one of the saddest, funniest um, goals that we ever accomplished was opening for a band called Hinder, who I (laughs) loved back when I was in, like, I don't know, elementary school early middle school that was my favorite band and we opened for hinder and nonpoint at the house of independence and they're a total dad band now they're only known for lips of an angel but i was a huge fan of all their music and that was actually the last show before it's too late ever played before our final show ever which was at asbury park music foundation so it, it was crazy there was a huge gap so you know I thought we would do more too. But unfortunately, like I said, maybe in the future there'll be other music.
1: So speaking of other music, you'd also mentioned you uh, had written songs. Do you still write songs or are you kind of taking a break to focus on my music or is it a combination of both?
0: You know, it's a little bit of a combination of both. I've been trying to figure out what to do with my music for quite some time now. I, Before the band, I always played guitar and sang. Like I was really, really into doing things kind of on my own terms and just writing my own lyrics and writing my own music. And then they came into my life and I became a singer. And I was like, I never saw this coming. Like, And I put down the guitar for like two years, basically, until one of our latest songs, which was called Begin Again, I actually got to play guitar for the first time. And that was a great feeling. And I was really excited that I was able to put my own singer-songwriter twist on a Before It's Too Late song. Unfortunately, people only got to hear it at our final show because we played all the new music that we had demoed out, but that was really cool. Right now, I'm just kind of doing both, honestly. I'm trying to write as much as I can, uh, musically, whenever I get a chance. I do have a few songs in the works I'm working on. Um, it's, just, it's, it's about kind of the right time, I think, and I'm not there yet.
1: So. I'm assuming these are projects that uh, have that are not supposed to be announced yet
0: maybe maybe we'll see we'll okay. see I definitely want to try to co-write I think with people is gonna be my next step I've never really let people into my creative circle and even my bandmates in the past know that when it came to lyrics especially I was very like I don't know very hard about that because they I thought they were personal but I'm really not afraid to let people in anymore in all my stories and if there is music for me in the future I'm not afraid to get personal with it so I'm really excited
1: it's interesting you say that because um you just said that you know you didn't let anyone into your creative circle yeah. and you know here I am <laughs> recording a podcast with you That's and right. to kind of elaborate on that a little bit um I just want to talk about myself not to take away from you or anything um <laughs> Because Gosh,
0: Sean, it's all about you now. <laughs> it is. It is.
1: Well, the main reason being because for those of you who don't know, uh, I'm a Twitch and Mixer streamer, so I I play video games a lot, mm-hmm. and I'm now involved with a music blog. Like that, those two don't normally add up. You know, you you never hear of streamers and you know starting a music blog. <laughs> what or, a plot or not, twist. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So, what I wanted to ask for you yeah. was. Two things.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the first one, because obviously we're friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How did Are we, we? I mean, I think so. <laughs> so, how did we meet and get to know each other? Where, when did all? When did the, the flower that is our friendship blossom? When did this Aww, happen?
0: The flower that is our friendship.
1: Well, yeah, I, I figured it's like a flower. You know, our friendship it is beautiful. Is,
0: it is beautiful. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. Well, this man, Sean. He's an awesome dude, and um, gosh, we met back, we started working at this place called Whole Foods Market. Some of you might know it right yes. now, because Amazon is taking over yes. Whole Foods Market. Yes, they are. And uh, we started working at Whole Foods, what, like two years ago? Just about, yeah. And honestly, we were talking about this the other day, and we tried to figure out how we actually started talking to each other. And we couldn't really come up with how it happened. I think that we just kind of like met and then we started talking. Um, And somehow we became friends out of all that. And he really liked Super Smash Brothers. And I thought that was cool. And then we just, a a beautiful friendship just kind of blossomed between us somehow. And then I created this blog and then Sean... When I released my first ever vlog on YouTube, Sean texted me right away and he was like, "Hey, like if you're ever looking for tips or anything like, I do like this video game stuff and I stream and blah, like I could help you if you like need advice." And I was like, "Okay." And and I don't know. I didn't I didn't really like go much further into it until I later was like, all right, I need to really expand my. Eyes. I want to do everything. I want to do as much as I humanly possibly can for bands and to expand my brand. And now we're here, sitting across from each other as we we're recording this podcast. And I reached out to him, pretty much, and I was like, hey, I have this idea, and. I know you've been asking me if I, you could help in any way shape or form and I finally was like all right I'm going to let you into my creative circle now.
1: <laughs> it's it's very interesting that you know you've grown so much to now let someone who I, I'm not musically inclined. You know, I'm I'm not a songwriter. I played guitar in high school, you know, I'm I'm now going to be a junior in college. You know, I haven't picked up the guitar mm-hmm. since like my sophomore year of high school. So it's it's been like 4 years. <laughs> or five years since I've really played it, yet you're letting me into your creative circle of music, which is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, there's other people that now follow you that I assume would be um, curious about your creative process. So is there anything you want to comment on that, or is it, you know, a little hush-hush?
0: My creative process? What do you mean? Like so,
1: Well, like, okay, so with writing songs okay for instance um what is like some of the inspiration behind uh your songs with either before it's too late or songs that you've written on your own Mm -hmm. or as you had mentioned um some of the songs that you're currently writing if you want if you want to comment on those what's like the inspiration behind those
0: uh you know what it as a songwriter if this is a songwriter question I like to be as personal as humanly possible when it comes to my songs. I'm not afraid to talk about situations I've been in, and I'm not afraid to really throw my feelings out there because things happen in life, and usually people li- like to focus a lot on the sad stuff in music, and you know, that is the easiest stuff to focus on. But I think, um,. You know, happy stuff is also important, too, to talk about and just experiences in life in general. So if we're talking about Before It's Too Late songs, a lot of those songs came from a time when I was back in high school. Oh, my gosh. I'm remembering the <laughs> times came, in high ba- school. Back in high school. Now it's... I'm a senior in college. This, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is awful. Um, But back when Before It's Too Late was writing and... You know, I was in high school still. I was going through a lot of different stuff. I was going through things with friends, you know. I was going through loss at the time, and I was going through a lot of stress that you go through in high school. You know, I had to pick a college, and it was just a lot. You have so, to figure
1: out your whole life by the age of 18, you know.
0: Yeah, and you know, if if we're referencing before it's too late, like a really great example... Um, no name was one of my favorites that we ever like played live or recorded that song was just ultimately about a friendship where i was surprised that um someone stabbed me pretty much in the back and i was very blunt about um the situation and the song i wasn't afraid to you know I might have thrown a little shade and secrecy
1: Ooh.
0: even too. In my lyrics, only people who really know me will get that. Okay. I'm not going to go okay. into that. I'm not okay. going to go into that.
1: That's that's fair. Um, that's fair. But, you know,
0: so there's that song. Um, another really personal one to me was Message From Below. Another really personal one um, about loss. You know, that's something everybody goes through. And I thought someone would be able to connect with me too if I finally spoke up about how I felt. And... Hurricane in Me was my other favorite that we wrote, too. That that, that is was one, our single.
1: That is one of the favorites. I No Name and, uh, and Hurricane in Me was is one of the favorites that I personally have of, uh, of Before It's oh, Too Late.
0: Oh, shucks. <laughs> yeah, Hurricane in Me, I think that has the funniest backstory, to be honest. You know, I had a really bad day during my senior year in high school, and things just weren't going right like your typical high school days, and I remember sitting in my AP Lit class being really upset with life, and we were watching some really bad movie. I don't remember what the book was called, but I know it was like book-based or whatever, but I was really bored because I didn't care
1: <laughs> about what
0: I was watching on the film. I just had all these thoughts going on in my head, and it kind of felt like a hurricane in the moment, and I was like, It's time to face the hurricane in me. I was like, the hurricane. I like hurricanes. Like, no, I don't like hurricanes, but hurricane, I feel like one right now. And then all of a sudden I just wrote the first verse and it was my mind is twisted up. And I was like, that's how I feel right now. And I just went with it. And I wrote the whole entire thing during that class. And hurricane in me came to life and it was insane <laughs>
1: it's it's interesting to find out you know how some songs are created you know because oh, yeah not every song is like you know you sit down and you and you think about it at least what i've learned from
0: yeah. uh,
1: musicians that i follow yeah um because there they there are some definitely that you know they uh f- for instance one band that i follow mm-hmm. that a lot of people make fun of me for but you know it's it's a comedy band it's called uh Ninja sex party for, <laughs> for anyone who who does know that They're um,
0: popular it's fine
1: the, yes the, yes, they are popular in an interesting way, but um I follow them and basically, I remember uh i I followed the singer of the band mm-hmm. um on uh on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot and they had taken you know a like I think two weeks and just lived out in the woods like in a cabin mm-hmm. and just wrote like two albums. Because they are, they're also content creators on YouTube, so they don't exactly have the time to do so. So it's it's interesting to see, you know, like the different styles of uh, songwriting that people take. Yeah, definitely. They went out into the woods. You were in class watching a movie. Yeah. You know, so it's very interesting to see uh, the the processes behind songwriting.
0: Oh, if you want to hear another good one, real quick, there's another song on our first EP. Or only EP, I should really say. It was titled Miscommunication. There's another song on it called Go to Hell. And I think that might be my favorite story, too. That's probably, like, right next to Hurricane and me because I was taking music lessons at that time. And I would write a lot of my songs with my teacher. Um this was actually the only song that I wrote with him. Technically I still give him credit to this day. Shout out to Steve. Um, <laughs> but I remember I was really upset. Every every song starts with me being really upset. It's it it, se- it seems <laughs> like
1: that's a a, t- a typical thing among songwriters like yeah. oh I was really upset. I was
0: really upset. Like am I ever happy anyway? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was really upset about something that happened with a friend in high school. I remember this day and it was again I was Just, I was a mess. I go to music lessons and I'm telling, I was really close to my music teacher at the time. So I was just kind of venting to him about what was going on. And as I'm venting, I watch him writing down words on a piece of paper and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I just wrote a song for you. And I was like, wait, what? And he turns around the words and he wrote down everything I said and everything I said became go to hell.
1: Wow. I didn't know that that was a story behind (laughs) that. I'm a
0: natural lyricist, guys.
1: (laughs) Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Apparently, you are.
0: We had fun. Well, of course, when I remember he wrote, like, he helped me write the chorus primarily in the first and second. Actually, all of it. Um, That was a crazy, that was a crazy process. And that was another one of my favorites live to do. But I think that story's really funny because it was literally words coming off the tip of my tongue. We just um, adjusted a few little things that I was not a fan of in the original take of it. And then it became Go to Hell in the future, and I never knew that was going to be a real song.
1: <laughs> I honestly have no comment. I have no idea what to even say about that. Yeah, that's, that's It
0: starts just like that. And, you know, I think another important thing is lately in my new writing process that was back then so you could call my before it's too late days kind of upset days like early before it's too late those are upset kelly days okay um as we developed into um as we developed a little bit more uh there was a new focus for me and that was concepts and i wanted to have intriguing concepts you know a lot of people ridicule women in music for always talking about heartbreak and stuff. And for some reason, I don't know why, I just kind of wanted to stay away from that because I didn't want people to be like, oh, she's like every other woman who is a music writer or anything. Like, she's just talking about that. So I like to come up with intriguing concepts instead. And, you know, I was talking to one of my bandmates at the time about different concepts and he threw in the idea of, why don't you write a song about, you know, people... Like, reflecting on people looking at, like, your Facebook that you don't talk to anymore and, like, stuff like that. You know how, like, in life, you know, the friends you used to have in high school that you maybe don't talk to anymore, you still see their stuff pop up on your newsfeed, right?
1: All all, all the time. I was actually – I saw a couple posts today of, uh, right? of some of my best friends from high school that I truly miss. And I haven't really had the chance to uh, get back in touch with them. But, yes, I, I do see that a lot.
0: Right? And – um. You know, don't you ever just kind of think to yourself, like, wow, I wonder if they see my stuff and they're thinking of me. Like, I wonder what they think when they're seeing this picture that I posted or that video. Like, I,
1: to be fair, when was the last time you saw me post something on never. Facebook? Exactly. But these are thought processes I have. Yes, I, I, uh, I understand the the concept behind it. Oh, because all
0: the time. So, I wound up writing lyrics to this concept, and it's still one of my favorite songs to date. Unfortunately, it never got released. We played it at our final show, but it was called Do You Think of Me? And basically, like, it was like, Do You Think of Me? Do You Ever Think of Me Now? Um, Like, uh, oh god, I don't even know if I can remember the words to it anymore. I think it was Do You Think of Me Now? Like a photo print in black and white, a movie with no sound. Do You Ever Think of Me? When I come across your newsfeed, a flashback from the golden days that couldn't stay. Do you think of me? And that was like the chorus. Yeah. Oh gosh, I still remembered it, kind of, sort of.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you did write the song. I, would I hope did, so.
0: but it was just it, that was really cool because I got to reflect on you know miscommunication. That EP was really all about these friendships I had that really started becoming broken, and all these you know experiences that just. Were not very fun and the newer music really reflected ha- was really me reflecting on that and looking at the positive now and i think whenever i see people that i used to be friends with doing the cool things i'm really proud of them regardless of anything so i think that was a cool concept so that's kind of my songwriting process now is definitely looking at concepts and trying to figure out what i can write to get people to relate to me so well
1: i mean that's that's all that's every question I have Wow. so I mean you answered them wow. in a very detailed way which I feel like people uh, who are listening or uh, know you personally you know may not have known yeah um so
0: do that or I talk too much
1: a little bit of both
0: a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh
1: well I want to say thank you because I want to say thank you because now I know more about you mm-hmm. I'm not saying thank you because this is not my podcast you know this is this is all you. <laughs> Yeah. So I want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to interview you mm-hmm. on your podcast, <laughs> and uh, I guess also if I if I may speak for other people listening, you know, thank you for uh, explaining, you know, who you are and you know everything everything that is about that is Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of people have learned a lot about you now.
0: Oh yeah, I hope so. I feel like they did, maybe a little too much. That's okay. But that's okay. They'll be true fans.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: And, um, yeah, thank you for being a part of my new project, which is going to be called Mize Music Talks. Uh, and I'm really excited. So I really appreciate all the help that you've given me so far. And for all of those who are wondering what is going to happen next, so most of these podcasts are going to consist of local band interviews, which I'm really excited about. I had a lot of requests from local bands and artists that I know – asking me to do videos originally, like interview videos. And I was like, you know, videographers are hard to find. So I I wanted to be unique yet again because I'm Kelly. And I was like, what if maybe I try to podcast? So these podcasts are going to consist of interviews for the most part and then updates every here and there. And I'm really excited about it. And I really hope you guys join me for the ride. So the next one is going to take place next tuesday and it's going to be an interview with this year's comeback i actually mentioned them previously i'm really excited about it they're going to be my first interview on my's music talks so every tuesday you can expect a podcast from my's music talks and i hope you guys tune back in next week thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time